This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. This episode is brought to you by GroCo Postnatal Rehabilitation. Let's be honest, when it comes to postpartum care, the majority of mothers are sent home with nothing more than a peri bottle and instructions to rest. And what is rest when you've just had a baby? Mothers are left to navigate their recovery entirely on their own without any insight into how pregnancy or labor and delivery will impact their health in the future. It's absolutely insane when you consider that the traditional healthcare system today provides better rehab protocols for sprained ankles than mothers after birth. This is why Dr. Ali Kane created GroCo. The online community features 50-plus workouts streaming 24-7, weekly live workouts, and monthly master classes. Right now, the program is 50% off for lifetime access, and for the Mom Room podcast listeners, you can save an additional 20% with the coupon code MOMROOM. Head on over to GrowCoRehab.com and sign up. How you heal now will affect the rest of your life. Check out the episode notes for additional details. It is Tuesday. Actually, it's not Tuesday. I'm recording this on Monday morning. I'm actually in my bed. I just ate breakfast downstairs and I was like, I am not doing anything. I am not even brushing my teeth until I record this podcast and get it uploaded and ready to go. Last week, I was going to talk about our teeth brushing struggles with Milo and tantrums and Toy Story But the episode ended up being about anxiety, which is fine. I just like went on a little rant about anxiety and my experience with that. Um, So yeah, I thought today I would talk about teeth brushing, tantrums, and Toy Story. So I'll start by saying that every time I post something about our struggles with brushing Milo's teeth, it's like everybody can relate and everybody you know, has different strategies for what they do and what works for them because honestly, I think different things are going to work for different kids. But I love when people share with me what they do because, you know, I'll try anything at this point. And it seems that most people show their children a video, um, you know, whether it be on TV or on their phone, that they can kind of follow along to and brush their teeth. So, This really worked well for us initially. We were using the Blippi toothbrush song on YouTube. And so we would put it on one of our phones and he would, you know, be excited and he loved the song and he would let me brush his teeth because it's like he was distracted by the video. But that quickly wore off and then we moved to the Wiggles toothbrushing song. Which again, it worked like a couple times. Um, And when I say worked, like not to the point where I felt confident that his teeth were super clean, but he at least let me brush them a little bit. But it's never just like he keeps his mouth open and I can brush like in one go. 
it's like a struggle. It's like he closes his mouth and then I have to like wait till he opens it again and then he like whines and tries to like get away. Like it's a, it's really frustrating. So after, you know, doing kind of half-ass teeth brushings for a few days, I tell my husband like tonight we are holding him down because I just get stressed thinking about all the stuff that is on his teeth. Like I brush my teeth thoroughly twice a day and I can feel the difference from before brushing my teeth, like my teeth feel dirty, to after brushing my teeth when they feel super clean. So all I, you know, ruminate about is all the stuff that must be on Milo's teeth because he has not brushed his teeth properly in days. So that stresses me out and then every few days I'm like, that's it, we're holding him down, like I don't care. And so we try that and it's so weird because we lay down a pillow on my lap, we're usually on our bed. So I'm sitting cross-legged and I put a pillow across my lap and then Milo, like I make it fun. I'm like, come sit in mommy's dentist chair and he does, like he participates and he will, you know, happily lay back like in my lap, even though I'm sure he knows what we're about to do because we've done it so often, but he still like happily lays down. So I think, oh, wow, like it's weird that he whines and tries to get away when I brush his teeth, but he will happily lay down even though he knows that's what we're about to do. Like, I don't understand. And so he'll lay down, my husband will hold his arms, I'll kind of put one hand just on his forehead so I can like get a better angle at brushing his teeth. And he'll open his mouth for like a split second and then I try and brush what I can. And then, and it's usually his bottom teeth. Like for some reason, he will not let me brush his top teeth and he always has his top lip like covering his top teeth. So if any of his teeth are going to fall out and like be rotting, it's going to be his top teeth. And yes, that is me catastrophizing the situation. I, you know, my husband's pretty relaxed about it and he's like, well, it's his baby teeth. Like we're doing what we can. Like what are we supposed to do? But in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, his teeth are going to like rot and fall out of his head and we're going to have these awful like appointments at the dentist. And I really stress about it. So that's what we've been doing lately. And then a lot of people recommend, you know, the electric toothbrush, which that's one of the first things we did because before Milo was awesome about brushing his teeth. And then probably right around the time where he turned two years old is when he wanted to control everything and started to become a little more difficult. Like, for example, eating dinner, like he is brutal at eating dinner now and he used to be amazing and would eat whatever we put in front of him. So all these kind of special things happened around the same time and I'm sure it has to do with, you know, they want to be in control of of situations, which fine, I get it. So we, one of the first things we did when he started to have issues brushing his teeth was switch to an electric toothbrush. And of course we found Toy Story electric toothbrushes at probably just like Walmart. So we bought one of those and he was obsessed with it. But 
the issue is he's obsessed with it, but he doesn't use it properly. Like he just stares at Woody or Buzz on the toothbrush and like he'll suck the toothpaste off of the brush, but he's not actually brushing his teeth. And then if you try and reach and get you know, like to brush, to hold it for him, he freaks out and says like, no, and and like moves his head away and the toothbrush. So that's a struggle. And then also what started happening with the Toy Story toothbrushes is he would throw like a raging tantrum when we tried to take it away. Like he wanted to hold it and keep it as a toy all day. And obviously it's dangerous. We can't do that. So when we took it away, it was a huge battle. So then we kind of put those toothbrushes away and then we got a different, just like a plain electric toothbrush. Um, And yeah, same thing. He doesn't necessarily like want to keep it and play with it as a toy, but it's not effective. Like he doesn't use it properly and then he doesn't want us to hold it to brush his teeth. So then I went back to just a regular little toothbrush that's not electric because we actually brought him to the dentist a few weeks ago just for his initial checkup. I'm sure most people don't even bring their children to the dentist when they turn two, but I'm already stressed about teeth brushing and it just, I was like, I'm going to feel better if he just goes to the dentist and um, I know that I brought him and it makes me feel good. <laughs> it's probably, you know, no benefit to Milo. I mean, maybe he got used to going to the office and seeing the dentist, which is fine. But my husband was like, really? Like we just paid $50 so Milo could sit in the dentist chair for 10 minutes <laughs> and like I had a conversation with the dentist so yeah he went to the dentist they gave us this little toothbrush so then I started using that one and there's a little duck on that toothbrush so every time he sees it he looks at the duck and he's like quack quack and I'm like yeah it's a quack quack and anyways it doesn't help like none of this stuff really helps he wants to be in control of the toothbrush but no matter how much I show him how to brush his teeth I even let him try and brush my teeth I will mirror in front of him like I will take a toothbrush and brush my teeth like right in front of him so he can see how to do it and he still like barely brushes his teeth. He like grazes the toothbrush over his teeth. So I stress about his teeth being dirty. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner, I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. 
Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals, so you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding, and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. We haven't taught him how to spit out the toothpaste yet. Um, we just haven't. We've just been putting like very, very minimal amount of toothpaste on the toothbrush and I think that's fine. We were using natural toothpaste and then I started to stress that it wasn't do because he's already not brushing very well. I thought maybe we should get an actual toothpaste that has whatever toothpaste has in it that you're not supposed to swallow and put just a little tiny amount so at least he's getting that on his teeth. I don't know guys like I have no idea what what we're doing and what the best thing to do is but I heard that it's not a huge deal if it's just a little tiny amount of toothpaste if they end up swallowing it because they don't know how to spit yet so that's what we're doing um, I need to get a dentist like a pediatric dentist on the podcast because I have so many questions and I feel like everyone I talk to is in the same boat they're like should I be using natural toothpaste? Should I be using a little bit of like the regular toothpaste? Should I have an electric toothbrush? Should I have like a regular toothbrush? How important is it that they really, really brush two times a day? Like, should I be stressed about this? Also, a lot of people brush their children's teeth before they have their bottle or their milk or their formula or breast milk, whatever it is, before bed. And that's also not good. So... Once I learned that, I don't, I never even thought of that. But then I was listening to a podcast and they had a pediatrician on and she was saying how 
you know, really you want to be brushing their teeth after they have their milk or their formula, breast milk, bottle, whatever. Um, obviously, because then it's not sitting on their teeth all night. So we did switch his toothbrush time to after his milk. So we just do it sitting in our bed. Um, but yeah, like all these things people don't necessarily think about and we're all kind of confused about the toothbrushing thing and I think some people are more stressed than others like some people are just like well what are we supposed to do like it's his baby teeth they're gonna lose them anyways and they're just kind of using toothbrushing as a way to get them into a routine so that once they're a little bit older it's not like a new thing that they start doing like they've already been doing it since they were little And I wish I was more relaxed about it, but I'm not. Like, it really stresses me out. And half the time we try and brush his teeth before bed, I end up getting so frustrated and my husband's, like, trying to diffuse the situation. (laughs) Because it's one of those things where even if you hold him down and try and brush his teeth, like, I'm worried that I'm going to hurt him if I'm like you know really trying to get in there when he doesn't want me to like he's gonna move his head and the toothbrush is gonna go down his throat or like I'm gonna like hit his gums and he's gonna start bleeding or whatever and I don't want obviously to make toothbrushing like a traumatic experience for him so it's like a fine line between you know being somewhat aggressive and just getting in there and brushing versus trying to make it still an enjoyable activity that he's gonna want to do. Somebody messaged me on Instagram and they were saying their kid was so bad with brushing their teeth that eventually they had to plug their nose so that they would keep their mouth open so that they could brush and I was like wow that is hardcore but I get it. Like, I get why someone would do that because you're just like, I need these teeth to be clean so I can sleep at night and not stress. Because I always think about the worst case scenario. Like, he's going to have, like, poor oral hygiene for the rest of his life and his teeth are going to, like, be brown in his kindergarten photos. Like, this stresses me out. I shared this video on my Instagram stories the other day and I follow this account. I think it's the.dentist.mom. She has amazing information for teeth brushing, but I'll put her Instagram uh, account in the episode notes just in case. Um, But yeah, she had this video where she shows how to brush your toddler's teeth and her son is just like laying in her lap, exactly how we set up Milo to brush his teeth. And the kid is just like laying there letting her like move his lips around to get every single tooth brushed and it that stressed me out because I was like yeah it's a great idea and I'm sure it works for some kids but for some reason it's not working for my kid so now what somebody had mentioned um putting on Toy Story and trying to brush his teeth while Toy Story is on because maybe he'll be so into Toy Story that he'll just let me brush his teeth. So I am going to try that. In the mornings before daycare, I usually, what I've been doing is giving him the toothbrush and just letting him sit with me on the couch and letting him brush his teeth, even though it's like not that good of a job. This morning, he actually surprised me and he was actually brushing the bottom teeth. 
But again, he cannot, like he won't do the top teeth. I don't understand. Um, it's like he doesn't get that there's teeth up there too. And I try and point it out to him and show him my top teeth and like point at his top teeth and he doesn't get it. So like, fuck. One thing I do do every once in a while is I get one of his little baby face cloths and I'll wet it a little bit and I'll wrap it around one of my fingers and I'll put the toothpaste, like dab it on the end where my finger is and I will just go in his mouth and like wipe his teeth as best as I can. And it's really scary because sometimes he will just bite like if I put my finger not just on the front of his teeth but if I try and get like on the inside he will bite down sometimes and like it is sheer pain but in my mind I'm like his teeth will be a little bit clean so I'm just gonna take one for the team and bite my finger like whatever um and sometimes I've literally like screamed bloody murder and my husband like scares the shit out of my husband and he's like oh my god like Milo so sometimes I do that if you if you guys want to give that a try some people have said that it wor- it helps if you explain to your child that like there's sugar on their teeth and that you need to get it off or that you know, your teeth are going to turn colors if you don't brush or even showing them like dirty teeth, um, like pictures of dirty teeth. Um, Milo, I don't think is that an age where he really understands that. Like I've tried to say a few things like that and it's like it just goes in one ear and out the other. Like he doesn't register it. But as he gets older, I'm hoping that will help to explain those things to him. Also, somebody mentioned um, that there's the Pokemon app for teeth brushing. Uh, I'll I'll try and link it in the episode notes or share it on Instagram. Um, And yeah, it like it's kind of like a filter. So if your kid looks into your phone or the iPad, like they have like a Pokemon helmet on their heads and then they're trying to like brush their teeth to get things off their teeth. It's like an interactive app for teeth brushing. Um, We haven't tried that one yet with Milo, but I downloaded it on my phone and it looks pretty cool. Our favorite teeth brushing YouTube videos are The Wiggles, uh, Blippi, Elmo. Like the Elmo tooth brushing song is like a real fucking banger. Like that, like I would dance to that at a club. It's really good. Um, and then someone mentioned that Raffi's toothbrushing song is really good. And then we also watched the cartoon. It's the Simple Songs. Uh, they have a toothbrushing one that is pretty cute that Milo likes. Someone also mentioned to me that their child was obsessed with Toy Story and they actually got an artist to draw a photo of Buzz brushing his teeth that they put in the bathroom. So that's really neat. I might look into something like that, um, especially when we move into the new house, because I'm thinking about putting a few little Toy Story things in Milo's bathroom. So that would be a nice addition if it gets him to brush his teeth. I don't care. I will pay anything. Oh, yeah. My friend sent me this link to a toothbrush. I think it was just on Amazon, but it's like a... um, the toothbrush spins around. So it's kind of like there's bristles like 360 degrees around the toothbrush and then that spins and so the idea is that when you put it in between their teeth it would be getting the top teeth and the bottom teeth at the same time 
I'm going to look to see if I can find that and I'll link that in the episode notes as well. Maybe I'll even friggin' order it, you know, and give it a shot. Why not? A lot of people mention the toothbrushes that you put on your finger so that you can, you know, brush similar to what I do with the face cloth. So we have a few different ones uh, like that. But what I find is like it's more effective for me to use like the rough face cloth and like rub hard on his teeth. I find those uh, finger toothbrushes they just have like the kind of silicone bristles. It's not like a bristle bristle. And I find like, I, I feel like it's not even cleaning his teeth at all. So I was really stressed about teeth brushing the other night. And I messaged my friend after Milo went to bed. She's a behavior analyst. Um, and I was basically just like venting to her. And I was literally had tears in my eyes. Like this is how stressed out it makes me. Um... And she was like, okay, well, let's work out like a plan of action so that, you know, over a week or two, he like learns and he gets into the routine and he'll brush his teeth. And, you know, she's worked with clients before whose kids have major issues brushing their teeth and has like worked on a behavior plan to get them to brushing. Um, so I was like, sure, like, let's make this plan. So when we do that, I will share it with everyone on Instagram and, um, I pray that it works. So yeah, why is everything such a huge, like, deal? Oh, I should ask my mom, like back in the day before we were inundated with information, um, before, you know, we stressed about all this stuff, uh, like, an excessive amount. What, like, did we just brush our teeth perfectly as toddlers? Like, what was that like for my mom? How did she get us to brush their teeth? Because I feel like they probably didn't even care back then. Or it was like, just do what you can and that's it. I'm going to ask her. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year. And we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment, and there's also a glossing detangling 
wrangler, which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair is too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolavie.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. Ugh, I wanted to talk a little bit about, I'm already at 21 minutes. How did I talk about teeth brushing for 21 minutes? I wanted to touch a little bit on tantrums and Toy Story, um, but maybe I'll save that. The one thing that I wanted to say about tantrums is I saw this meme the other day and I think I shared it on my Instagram stories, but it said something along the lines of the best way to deal with your toddler's tantrums is to accept them. And that is such amazing advice because it's like you just have to give in to the tantrum and try to not stress about stopping it. For me, I know I just, I'm like, okay, he's in an emotional state right now. So I'm just going to like sit next to him or, you know, just let him have his emotions and just be there for him kind of and just wait for it to end like it it will end and I find you know when he's in a mood or he's in like tantrum mode I always think to myself like this is super temporary and it's gonna end and then he's literally gonna like snap out of it and be playing with the toy and be happy in a minute so it's like just wait it out And of course, once he's a little bit older and he can understand a lot better, I will start to acknowledge like how he's feeling and explain feelings to him and and all that jazz. And yeah, with regard to Toy Story, so Toy Story is still a problem in our house. He wants to watch Toy Story. Sometimes like he's distracted. He's a busybody, so he's playing most of the time. But sometimes it's like he remembers that there can be Woody and Buzz on the TV. And he knows that it comes from my cell phone because I I cast Disney Plus from my phone onto the TV. So he'll like grab my cell phone and be like, Woody? Woody? Buzz? Buzz? And then I say, do you want Woody and Buzz on the TV? And he says, yeah. And he gets so excited. So to be honest, like nine times out of 10, I will just play it for him because why not? Like, you know, it's Toy Story. It's fine. Uh, I don't stress about that at all because for the most part, he spends like 90% of his week like socializing, playing outside, making crafts. Like I'm not concerned about a few times a week watching Toy Story. Um, So yeah, he sleeps with two Woody dolls and a Buzz doll. He has to have both Woody dolls. So his crib is pretty full because he has a king size pillow in there that we put in there when he was sick and he loves it. So we just have kept it in. And then he has two Woody dolls and a Buzz Lightyear doll. And I was just thinking the other day, when we snuggle in our bed, he likes to pull our duvet cover up over him. And I was like, aw, maybe he should have like a little comforter or a little blanket like that in his crib. So I need to look up like what the, you know, he already has a pillow and three dolls. So like, is it okay to add a blanket? Like, I don't know. He's getting big and he he's still in his sleep sack, but... I need to look into like the sleep, sleep rules, if you will, because I think at his age, some kids are in a big boy bed, 
with a blanket and not in a sleep sack. So you would think a blanket in his crib would be fine. Um, he still moves around like crazy in his crib, like all different ways. So I can't imagine him being in a bed. But if he keeps taking off his sleep sack and if he ever tries to escape out of the crib, 100%, I'm going to just put him in a big boy bed that's close to the ground because it stresses me out so much thinking that he might try and like climb out of his crib and fall. Ugh. Anyways, I don't want this episode to be too long. Um... So yeah, hope you guys are having a good week. You had a good Monday. It is Monday right now for me and I am going to go finish organizing some clothes that I want to donate and I got to go buy some packing tape and some paper to wrap dishes and stuff because we are moving in like three weeks and I'm so excited because I can't wait to decorate our new house and make it cozy. In this house, we knew that we weren't going to be staying very long, so I didn't do anything. Um, literally hung up just like a couple things here and there, but it shouldn't be too big of a deal to move because I feel like we've barely lived in this house and we haven't like hung a lot of stuff up. So yeah, I'm going to start slowly packing and getting things ready to move. So yeah, I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. And on Friday, the episode is with Lindsay Ronga and it's about um, helping your kids have a healthy relationship with food. It is such a good conversation. I'm so lucky with the guests that I have on this podcast. Every conversation I have with someone, I'm like, wow, I'm so lucky that I get to meet all these people, even if it's virtually, and have these conversations. So I'm really happy that you guys are enjoying it as well. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. You can catch me on Instagram and TikTok at the.mom.room. My blog is renearena.com. I just shared on the blog an amazing story from my friend who I actually played volleyball with when I was younger. She experienced a missed miscarriage, which I, to be honest, did not, I've never heard that term before and I didn't know what it was until I read her story. Um, it is an amazing blog post, so you can check that out at renearena.com. I love sharing other people's stories on my blog because I know when I write blog posts and I write about my experiences, I get so many messages from people saying how much they relate to my story and how they were so happy to read that somebody else went through something similar and, you know, that their feelings have been validated or whatever it is. And so I'm happy that I can share other people's stories as well. I think a lot of these things are so common, but they're not really talked about, especially in an open, honest, and candid way. So if you want to share your story, you can always email me. Um, just press the little button on my Instagram account profile. And remember that you can always remain anonymous if you want to, um, and that's totally fine. Well, I guess I'm going to go organize some shit in the house. Uh, thank you again for listening and I hope your children sleep tonight. Are you looking for a podcast that'll make you laugh? You came to the wrong place. That's not us. That's not us. Oh.
<laughs> well, it is. We are a husband and wife who chat about raw, real relationship yeah, topics. like sex. Like money. Like marriage and kids. But we're not afraid to talk about how your newborn baby probably isn't as cute as you think it is. If you're in need of entertainment while you're driving to work, because that sucks, we can join you in the suckage, kind of like being in your ear. Not physically. So if you want to laugh, come check us out. Come check us out. Brought to you by the Laughing Couple Podcast.